Welcome to the podcast, everybody. Mike Claiborne here, and we are going to talk about one of the hot documentaries that's going to be coming out this weekend. And uh, ESPN, and along with AJ Shock, who is the uh, director for Long Gone Summer, is our guest today. And AJ, first of all, uh, congratulations on the fine piece. Thank you for having me part of it. And uh, hopefully I didn't mess it up for you too much because uh, I had a chance to watch it and I was thoroughly impressed. And it brought back so many great memories of that particular year for Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa. Uh, well, we were thrilled to have you uh, in it. I, I'll tell you, Mike, uh, you know, as soon as your interview was done, we all looked at each other and we were like, well, that went well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it did happen a bunch, but I think that was that was one of the first times that we were like, uh, yeah, we're really getting getting some great stuff so uh thank you so much for being part of it well you know you're a local guy you're from edwardsville illinois and i know this obviously was a project that was near and dear to you growing up in the area being part of following that epic run uh what did you learn about it as you put this piece together what did you learn about it that you didn't already know and that you came away with just shaking your head and wow because there was so many different areas and directions you had a chance to explore you know, there, I thought I had remembered a lot because I was following it pretty pretty closely. Uh, um, I, I was surprised at all the things I had forgotten or maybe didn't know um, or pieces of footage uh, that I saw that I, I hadn't seen before. Um, you know, I, I had kind of forgotten how long Griffey was in the race with the two of them. It just, in my mind, seems like it was uh, McGuire and Sosa from June on, but, you know, Griffey was right there with it until... Uh, he had a, a kind of a three-week slump in uh, in August, um, and then I kind of always had this impression in my mind that that Sosa was always a few back up until that final weekend. And so to to see how many times they were tied, uh, to see that Sosa actually took the lead in Chicago on August 19th um, when the Cardinals were at Wrigley Field, um, you know, that was all just so exciting to discover because you know you think of it as being a magical season and then then you really look at all the different storylines and, and all the, the points and, you know, the, the baseball gods, uh, you know, that people talk about really were, uh, were writing a good script for, for that season. You know, one of the things that kind of took me by surprise is the fact that you were even able to do this because Mark McGuire, as you probably know, is a reasonably private person. Um, and I wasn't sure if he was willing to go down that path again, considering all the things that happened to him after uh, he broke the record. Uh, how accessible was he? And he seemed and, and, and honestly, knowing him as a coach better than I knew him as a player, I found him to be a very approachable person. But, you know, I think he was a guy who loved to talk about the game and hitting compared to talking about himself. When did you feel like you had a chance to actually get this done? Because I, I was I wasn't sure if we'd ever hear this story. You know, um, it was a it was definitely a process. Uh, you know, I talked to, got a hold of Mark, um, talked to him on the phone a couple of times, then went down. We we're both in Southern California. I went down and, and met with him. Uh, you know, kind of told him about my story. You know, my uh, relationship to the Cardinals growing up. Uh, what what that meant to me, what that season meant to me, you know, the fact that I've got uh, a bunch of relatives up in the Chicago area, so uh, that rivalry is is something I grew up in the middle of. Um, you know, I always say when you're uh, you know you're making a documentary and you, you want to tell someone's story, especially when you don't know them, um, that's a huge ask. You know, like that's that's 
that's a lot to ask of somebody to put their trust in you to do that. Um, and, you know, I think it was just a number of conversations with Mark over time. Um, you know, he had to ask himself, like, is this the time to do this? Um, you know, is this the person to do this? And, um, you know, eventually we got to a place where he was ready. And, and, you know, the, what I love about Mark, uh, among other things is that, you know, when he made up his mind that he was participating, he came into that interview and he was ready and he told me stuff that I don't think he'd ever really talked about to anyone else before. Um, and, you know, just have him sit down for, you know, more than five hours in total over two interviews, um, and, and to really have the, the entire, his entire career, his life, um, that summer, everything on the table. Uh, I, I, I just am, am super, um, uh, you know, grateful to him that, that he had the trust in me to do that. And, and of course, as I mentioned in the documentary that Sammy Sosa would either be interviewed by a ham sandwich or he would interview one. I, I'm sure he was reasonably accessible because and, and it sounds like a great guy. I didn't really know him that well. But just sound like a very approachable, affable guy that really wanted to. He, I think he was glad somebody reached out to him where he could talk about his portion and his role with regard to that chase. Yeah, I mean, I think it was the most important thing for him was that it was also that Mark was going to be involved. Mm-hmm. I think you know he he had done a couple of other interviews, you know, some of which I think had gone he thought well, and some of which you know, due to, you know, how his relationship with the Cubs ended and, and sort of his estrangement from the organization. Um, you know, there's a lot of sort of landmines uh, in there if people kind of want to go down that path. But I think him knowing that I was in touch with Mark and that I was talking to Mark about doing it, um, you know, made him feel like this was, uh, you know, this was the one. This was going to be the, the, the 30 for 30 about that summer. And, uh, you know, he wanted to be part of it. A.J. Shock is our guest. Uh, he is the director of the documentary that's coming out this weekend, Sunday night on ESPN, Long Gone Summer. Uh, you know, one of the things, aside from just the interviews, the thing that stuck with me, you had so many great home run calls and, and back and forth between Jack and Mike and different other broadcasters that were part of that and, and how well they painted the picture throughout the course of the season. I, I was so happy that you found a way to insert those guys in, in being part of the uh, the documentary because their home run calls were, were epic. Yeah, well, I mean, that was one of the things I talked about with ESPN, you know, from the beginning and then talked about with, with Mark as well. You know, I mean, I, my, you know, my relationship to the Cardinals is through Jack Buck and Mike Shannon. You know, it's like my dad would say, hey, you know, let's get in the station wagon. The game's on. We'll just drive around. And, uh, you know, I'd just be leaning out the window, you know, listening to the call of the game and, and waiting for Jack Buck to say that's a winner. Um, you know, so the, the idea from the beginning was, to give those guys back the mic as they had it during that time period. And, you know, I was equally uh, super excited to, to get uh, Chip Carey, you know, cause obviously that's another connection to a, the legacy of his grandfather and uh, another, you know, legendary Cardinals broadcaster, and obviously Cubs broadcaster, Harry Carey. Um, you know, the, the people who, who are the uh, voices uh, including yourself who, who tell us what they're seeing and make us, visualize the game and that's that's one of the reasons i fell in love with baseball who was the surprise that you got out of the the one person you talked to that 
you were really surprised at a what they had to offer and b how they were able to convey it. Um, I think one of the things that was surprising was how long we talked to Tony Larusa. Um, I, I, I think we thought we were only going to get about forty-five minutes, maybe an hour with him. Um, I think we almost went three hours <laughs> talking to Tony. I mean, he just was—he was ready to talk, and it just had such great um, stories. Uh, things you know, tells a couple things in the in the movie that I know he's not, not really talked about uh, publicly before. Um, so that was, that was really exciting. I felt really good after, after that, uh, interview. Um, you know, I think, uh, there's one of the things that you, when you do something like this, we, we interviewed more than, uh, 40 people and, uh, we're able to get almost everybody in the cut. Um, but there's so much stuff that people said that I love that, you know, we just didn't have, uh, the time for, but, uh, tried, tried to pick everybody's best bits and, you know, since we don't have a narrator using using all those voices to, to tell the story of, of not only that summer, but the you know the kind of history of these two guys, um, the history of the Maris record in itself, uh, the strike. You know, we're, we try to deal with a lot of real estate uh, and letting everybody kind of tell us that story. Spoken like a true director, leaving some good stuff on the cutting room floor. Right? So this this is that's fun that you say that because. I, I kind of felt like, man, you know, he covered a lot of ground in in a, in a short period of time, so to say, when it comes to making a film like this. Uh, and I'm sure you probably turned over once or twice at night saying, man, I wish I could add this or I could have done more with that. But that that's why you're the director and that's why you're the guy. And I'm not. And But I think everybody's going to enjoy what you were able to put up. Um one of the things about this this piece, because you really chronicle their lives and things that they were doing leading up to this this record breaking run. What was the one thing about these two guys that you saw that really made this? Was it the relationship? Because Mark admitted he really didn't know Sammy Sosa. He really didn't know him until this thing got started. Was it their ability to really respect each other's territory and being part of one of the great moments in baseball? You think that may have been one of the reasons why America and maybe the world embraced the the run that they had? Yeah, I just think that it was it was just kind of perfectly um, scripted. You know, here you had um, one of the great rivalries in all of sports. Um, uh, Midwest rivalry, so it wasn't like an East Coast bias kind of thing. You know, it was like these two great Midwest franchises with a lot of history between them. Um, you had, uh, you know, this uh, contrast of personality. You had, you know, the way in which Sammy, uh, either Sammy's joyfulness or just getting, you know, past 50 seemed to bring Mark, you know, in, into a, a place where he was uh, able to just kind of enjoy the, the experience he was happening. I mean, America had, was able to look on to baseball and whether you were a baseball fan or not, whether you were a Cardinal or Cub fan or not, um, you could tune in and you could like these guys. You could root for these guys. Um, you could um, get excited that one of them was going to break this record and I think, you know, the fact that one of the things we try to make clear in, in the film is just how much people had thought the record was going to go down from the very beginning of the season. So this was this wasn't a thing where, you know, oh, suddenly we're getting to, to late August and wow, these guys actually have a shot at it. You know, this was something that was building up. Uh, you know, I seem to remember like 
you know, after McGuire hit his fourth in the first four games and ESPN said something like, well, he's on pace to hit 162. You know, I mean, this, this was from the, from the start, uh, people believed that this was the year. Um, and I think that that also helped make it, uh, what it was, but just the fact that the, the Cubs are going to be in Bush stadium in early September, um, when this is possible to happen, um, you know, if it's McGuire and Griffey, the Mariners aren't coming to town, you know, it's, it's, there's not that sense of rivalry, uh, a lot of things aligned, uh, to make this story what it was. Munganass St. Louis Acura would like to extend a huge thank you to our healthcare workers and first responders by offering them several service specials, including a free interior detail cleaning. You can call them today to make your appointment and let them help you while you are helping our community. Find them online at stlouisacura.com or give them a call 314-822-2872 for Munganass St. Louis Acura. We love talking to the president and chairman of Ameren, Illinois. He is Richard Mark. Emergency Operations Center acts as kind of a central command center, and everything is dictated from there. They tell the crews that are out in the field where to go, where the main breakers are to go to to de-energize the line, and then they verify that that line is closed, and they're able to tell five, six, seven hundred people that are working out in the field exactly where to go to make the proper repairs to get our system back on in a storm situation. You touched on something, it being a Midwestern flavor. On a personal note for you, uh, being a Cardinal fan, growing up in the Midwest, and, and taking this on in the manner that you did, what does this fit in your life? Because you've done films before, you've been in, in this, and you know, for someone to try and go out and forge their way into a career like this is, is certainly challenging. But for you... In the personal relationship you had, and you mentioned this again, the Midwestern flavor. What does it mean to you in your life and your career right now? Well, I mean, it's super exciting on a bunch of different levels. I, you know, I've, I've made uh, you know a handful of uh, featured documentaries. Um, there's no question that this will be the most seen of any of them. Uh, you know, it's like usually when I people say like, "Oh, have you made anything I've heard of?" I try to explain, you know, the films I've made, and they just their eyes look at me like I, you know, I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, but I'm feeling I'll, I'll say, you know, I made the, the thirty for thirty on the home run chase, and most people will go like, "Oh yeah, I got it." Um, so that's very exciting. It's exciting to do that on a on a personal note, you know. One of the things that was, uh, you know, super meaningful to me about uh, that summer was uh, just remembering all, you know, the ways in which my relationship with baseball is through my family. You know, it's like uh, my sister would take me to games. My dad would drive me in the car. He taught me how to keep score. Um, you know, I'd go to, I still go to games, Cardinal games, when I come home with my mom. You know, it's... Um, it, it is a, it's a meaningful thread in our familial life. And, you know, to be able to tell a story about something that means something to your family is, is really great. And, you know, I'm a, you know, I'm a, I'm a lover of St. Louis. And one of the things I really wanted to do in, in the film, um, it's been, it was so much fun to be able to spend so much time in St. Louis, uh, last year. And I think people will see a, a, a vision of St. Louis that doesn't look like what, uh, you tend to see uh, of St. Louis uh, when it's portrayed in, in film. We don't have a shot of the arch in the movie. <laughs> yeah, that's, that <laughs> um, was something. something yeah. 
what was really uh, intentional. Um, I wanted to, to have it look like the St. Louis I knew, the St. Louis I grew up with, uh, the neighborhoods that were important and, and that I hung out in. Um, and uh, you know, got to shoot in Edwardsville as well, which was uh, a lot of fun. Well, again, I want to congratulate you on an outstanding film that I think we'll all be happy to say we know this guy. He's one of us. He's a St. Louis. And, and uh, what you were able to do with the, one of the great epic stories of, of, the, of baseball is something that we won't soon forget. And, you know, and you made a good point. You'll be the 30 for 30 guy. That'll get you somewhere for sure uh, once you can get up. And, and I guess the timing of this with, with COVID means more people are going to be able to watch this. And I think that's going to be great for everyone as well. Uh, AJ, uh, again, thank you for having me be part of it. I'm going to have a little watch party on Sunday night to make sure that uh, my family and friends can can see me at some point in there. And uh, I'm looking forward to your next project. What are you working on now? Uh, well, the thing we were about to start, we had to kind of put on indefinite hold because it was you know so dependent on following people around who are, are actually not really doing anything right now. So uh, I, uh, it's been a nonstop push to finish the film. We actually just finished last night and uh, sending the cut to ESPN right now. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna have a beer, I think, Good for you, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> relax a bit, and then uh, we'll, we'll figure out. Uh, what's next around uh, the path but um, yeah just this was just a super joy to get to make it real fun to meet you and so many of the other people who are part of this story and then the big bonus of getting to be spending some time in St. Louis as my beloved Blues uh, won the cup Um, that was uh, that was just like the icing on the cake of getting to make this film. Well, you know what? Again, we're happy for you. Congratulations and can't wait to see you again when this is all over with. And maybe you'll find something else good in St. Louis that you can do something on. Uh, That blues thing might be an eyebrow raiser. But, hey, again, have fun with it, man. And uh, couldn't be happier for you. And, and again, thank you for having me be part of it. And uh, best of luck to you. Yeah, you too, Mike. I'll see you soon. He's AJ Shock. I'm Mike Claiborne. 30 for 30 Sunday night. You won't, don't want to miss it, 8 o'clock Central, and uh, I guarantee it'll bring back great memories for baseball fans, just not Cardinal fans, but for baseball fans. He's A.J. Shock. I'm Mike Claiborne. This is the podcast on ClaibsOnline.com.